So if you are not inviting God into your life, into any arenas of your life, then God's not going to come into those arenas of your life. Like you have to actively say with your mouth and believe like in your heart, God, I invite you into this area of my heart, of my life for you to do what you will. And then the next step will be God putting things on your heart, God moving things in your favor or God taking things away that don't serve him or serve you. And you, um, going according to what God is doing. And that's another trust factor is faith through the gift of talking to ourselves, to another, to God, we are able to uncover what needs to be uncovered and understand what needs to be understood. What's up, everybody? Welcome to or welcome back to the Purposely Venting Podcast. My name is Tony and I'm your host. And it is on this podcast that we believe that there's no other, there's none that you're going to hear here on this podcast that will better be able to run your life than God, than you going in and consulting, seeking God. I just hope that something that is said throughout this podcast um, will spark some sort of curiosity to where you can pray and talk to God and um, get the answers that you need and the freedom that you need. I'm only hoping that something is an inspiration, some spark, you know, to get a chain reaction in the best of ways. How's everyone doing? Happy Monday. I hope that your week is off to an awesome start. I hope that you were able to have a wonderful and restful weekend and that you had fun and that you're ready for a new week. Um, fully motivated to go at it with all you got. We're here. We're going to talk about some relevant topics. Um, I hope that we can just develop a deeper understanding of the topic at hand today. And I won't drag this entry out long. So let's just go ahead and hop right into it. So today I want to talk about boundaries, like boundaries. I myself am a woman who's had some extremely weak boundaries or just never really celebrated boundaries to begin with because it was not like... It wasn't something that was talked about when I was younger, and it certainly wasn't something that was upheld and respected when I was younger. Of course, a lot of us who come from black homes, um, and I can't even say if it's other races because I'm not another race, I'm black, but a lot of people I know who come from black homes, a lot of the times our parents didn't respect any boundaries. Like, what are those? You know what I mean? Those were things that white kids had that white people gave to their white children. You know what I mean? Or another race gave. Like, that was something that was very laughable. So... Naturally, as we grow up, um, as we become adults, men and women, we don't really care to respect our own boundaries or anybody else's boundaries. And I was like thinking about this because I was praying because I was talking to God about just like some things that I heard when I was young. Like somebody in my life told me that nobody's going to want me um, and all the other stuff. And that's something that I made a covenant with. That's something that I I've been living according to, and I didn't really know it. Um, so I was thinking about it, like that whole thought process and hear me, I would, you know, I feel like this is so off topic, but it's not, it's leading us to a purpose. So by me, you know, making covenant with that, I set out on a journey, so to speak, since middle school to kind of find some love interest. And each time I would find a love interest, the person wouldn't necessarily want me back. You know what I mean? I would have to chase or they wouldn't want me, which was solidifying the covenant that was spoken over me that I I made with the covenant, that those words that were spoken over me and then my act of making a covenant with those words. When I didn't, I couldn't very much so not have, but I did. Um... So that, that kept going and going. And even now in adulthood, like if I date someone, it seems to never go anywhere. It's like, 
goodness gracious, like why why am I um having all of these failed attempts with these relationships? It's like God, like you see what I'm going through. You see like what's happening. Like, why are you not like coming into my circumstances and helping me out? Like, you know what I want. You know, I want marriage, but it just seems like you're standing on the sidelines, just looking at me like, okay, you got a champ. You know what I mean? And I got to thinking, you know, I had to sit down with myself, like, you know, like, and it, it took me back to the whole boundary thing. Like, because we don't, because I don't respect, because I would say, I respect boundaries. I respect boundaries. So let me not, let me not put that out there. I feel like women are more respectful of boundaries when it comes to like the physical aspect, like the emotional stuff. We, we cross barriers or whatever, but because I am a person who has had my boundaries ripped each time and I had to keep drawing a line until I'm back into a corner and I have no more boundaries. I've kind of expected God to have that sort of, um, crossing my boundaries and disrespecting my boundaries, um, as I've been accustomed to from men, um, that I've dated from my parents, from my siblings, from friends, from employers, from any and everybody, I've expected God to cross boundaries. And that's just not who God is. I'm seeing like, for instance, I'll give an example, just a kind of imagery in your head. If I'm fighting on the battlefield and God is on the sideline and I'm fighting, I'm fighting, I'm fighting, and I'm telling God, I got this. I got this. I don't need you to come into this battle with me. I got this. I'm going to find my husband. I got this. I'm going to make my finances right. I got this. I'm going to follow my dreams. I got this. I don't need that. And then I'm also trying to do it and I'm struggling and I'm looking at God and I'm like, well, why aren't you helping? You know, and I'm getting upset with God because there are, you know, he's not crossing over into the battlefield to help me out. It's kind of like, it's paradoxical. Like it's, what is it called? Um, yeah, paradoxical. Cause I'm on one end, I'm saying, I don't, I got this guy, but on the other end, I am telling God, I don't need, I, I need your help, you know, are getting mad at God. Cause you're not helping me. I realized, you know, in this process, like God is the ultimate, he's the, he is the ultimate like example, right? So if God is the ultimate example, then God will not cross my boundaries. Like, which is a very weird concept to me because I feel like, well, everybody else has crossed my boundaries. Why haven't you crossed my boundaries? Why haven't you helped me in this area? And God was like, well, you haven't invited me into that area. So until you invite me into that area, I can't do anything. So it hit me like, dang, like even with the whole marriage thing, going off my own merit, you know, going off my own strength and trying to find a partner or trying to put myself out there in a certain way, going off my own strengths and my own tactics, it's, it's like fugazi. Like it's, it's not, <laughs> it's like you want a person who's good for you, but going off your own strength and not inviting God into that area is complete and total craziness. It's a whole nutcase, right? So that's where, it, that's where it kind of came from. The whole boundary thing of like, um, me getting upset with God, like, why hasn't it happened? And God is kind of like sitting on the sidelines, or at least in my mind, that's what's occurring. And I, it dawned on me that I never really invited God into this arena of like, um, marriage and my thought process. And a lot of it, you know, it's some of it is not strictly off the rip of like boundaries. A lot of the times some of us will invite God into, um, the things that we want. And I'm using marriage as just the example here, cause I feel like it's very relatable. Um, so for instance, with marriage, like a lot of us will invite God into, 
our desires for marriage, but a lot of the times we have covenants with other things. So yes, we're, we're telling God, um, yes, God, I invite you into this area of my life for you to work, um, work it out, um, for your good for you know, have favor on me, God in this area. But then a lot of us will have these covenants that we made such as minds with, such as mine with my, with the person speaking over me that nobody would want me, me making covenant with that. Um, and just developing the belief over time in conjunction with the covenant that I made, a lot of us will make beliefs, um, that God can't do it or God can do it and he won't do it for us. Or we make it into this thing where you have to be like good enough in order to attract, um, or get a marriage from God and the people who aren't good enough, God, those are the rejects of the bunch when that's not the case at all. I think that a lot of the times it's portrayed like you have to be this, um, rock solid person. Um, but I think that that's a form of pride when we, when we come, when we are announcing that Jesus Christ is our Lord and savior, I think it is straight prideful to think that you have to be good enough to receive from God, because that just takes away the whole sacrifice of what Jesus did for us on the cross, like both ways. So you think you have to work your way up to it. It's pretty much you saying that the blood of Jesus is not enough. I have to do more, not to dismiss the fact that you have to continue to um, renew your strength in the Lord every day, walk according to his plans and stuff. Um, I'm not saying that, but you walking off the rip of like, I have to be good enough. And that's the reason why I don't have a man or that's the reason why I don't have my dream job because I'm not good enough or thinking too highly of yourself. It's just a, a very prideful thing. And it's, you know, pushing off the blood of Jesus. But a lot of us are walking around with these beliefs, believing that um, God can't do it. He won't do it. We have to be good enough in conjunction with the whole covenant things that we've made along the way um, to where, yes, we are inviting God into this arena of our life, but can, he can't really do anything because we're still in the way. So it's like God is on, we can't both be on a control and God is not in the business of forcing. God will not force us like and that's the beautiful thing. And it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like contradictory to what we've been accustomed to because right, like our parents will force us. Society will force us. Everything will force us, but God is the only thing that's not forcing us. So it seems like God is weak, but God is not weak at all because in order to be strong, there has to be a level of you letting things go. And I don't know about you. Like if somebody was in my face and cussing me out, it will be very hard for me to hold my tongue. Right. Because you society will say, or just the world will say, you better go back at them with the same force, but that's weak. You know, it's a very weak thing to give over to those forces because you, you dumb yourself down and you allow them to control your spirit based off of the state of being the state of where they are you know, as opposed to you lifting them up higher and remaining poised and remaining, um, un unchanged in the moment based off of their behavior. That's, that's strength. And that's what I'm trying to say when it comes to God, God is very like the, the strongest, obviously strong, creative, all of us created all of us, but a lot of people associate God with weakness because he doesn't force himself. He doesn't come in and, you know, just damage stuff. But that is not that's that would be a very emotional God, you know, but we don't we have a God who understands emotions and knows how to deal with them accordingly. But God is not a very emotional God to where he will um, react off of everything. And thank God, you know, thank him for that, that he doesn't react off of everything because we will not be here. The world will be gone. But I digress. Um, I, I believe that our boundaries and the covenants that we made and the beliefs that we hold about who God is, is keeping God 
out of our lives um, and the things that are on our heart, the things that God actually put into our heart are not being realized because we are not going in with the source of who actually gave us the, um, the vision of what we, um, what our life is supposed to be like. Like we're going in off our own strength and expecting things to work out. It's like you're going out into the battlefield and you're, if you do happen to get, you know, a person, a a wife, or, or you find a woman or you find a man on the battlefield and you pull that person to God. It's like, okay, well, I found him. Bless it. And God is like, what? This ain't what I have for you. This is not what I intended, you know? And I feel like a lot of us go through this as well. Like, especially like in the whole dating field, like I feel like a lot of us will date any and everything because we feel like we just aren't worthy of anything, but that's just another form of like pride. And I feel like, no, I'm really starting to go into this whole pride thing. Maybe that'd be the next episode, but, um, yeah, I don't want to go too far into it, but I just feel like we need to understand that God is the ultimate boundary respecter, right? So if you are not inviting God into your life, into any arenas of your life, then God's not going to come into those arenas of your life. Like you have to actively say with your mouth and believe like in your heart, God, I invite you into this area of my heart, of my life for you to do what you will. And then the next step will be God putting things on your heart, God moving things in your favor or God taking things away that don't serve him or serve you. And you, um, going according to what God is doing. And that's another trust factor is faith. So there's a whole little breakdown of all of this, but I just wanted to like talk about that for now. I hope that's something that was said really encouraged you. And I hope that it wasn't so confusing. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast here. I want to thank you so much for listening and we will talk in the next one.